0: What do you think was happening within our evolution where there was the fear of talking about these su- these spiritual experiences or talking about these supernormal experiences? Where do you think that that happened along our evolution?
1: I think it probably started actually further back than we, we often consider it to. Because what we see as an archaeologist, as an anthropological archaeologist, so I'm looking at people as well as, you know, material relics. You know, you go back to the the time of the Neolithic. And at that point, people started to evolve different perspectives of, of who they were and their relationship with the cosmos. And I think it was still very much spiritually based you know, and a realisation of of the harmony and the relationships. But over time, as those eras moved into what's called the Bronze Age, you had that old sort of balance, perhaps, of right and left brain and feminine and masculine approaches and balance. And it moved more into a masculine left brain perspective, as it were, of the, the relationship and I think that did start and also writing came along. So there was, a, there was a movement away from this experiential embodiment of wholeness, you know, gradually moving away into almost a, a mind, body, spirit perspective. And as my dear friend Elizabeth Sartoris says, consciousness is the whole piano keyboard, you know, from the physical through to the highest spiritual. There is no break There is no separation. It is part of a a continuum in that regard. But I think there was being perceived to be. But the big one, I think, is when around the sort of the 15th and 16th century, there was a group of pioneer curiosity seekers who called themselves natural philosophers. And they were starting to discover and to experiment with the physical world. You know, we had amazing pioneers such as Copernicus and Galileo and Newton. And all of them were very spiritual in that sense. But they were exploring the physical world. And the church, the Catholic church at that time, said basically, stop this. You are not to enter into our domain of spirituality. You can go after the physical world. You can do your experiments. But do not cause the heresy of trying to understand the physical world in terms of the spiritual. And I think that began, well, I don't think, I think there's very strong evidence that that really widened what was a narrow beginning of a schism into a much wider schism. And that's really continued. And for me, what's really interesting is 100 years ago, discoveries were showing us that the materialism and separation that those those investigations came up with a view of actually is not the case of the deeper reality. So, the phenomena that were anomalous, they weren't fitting into that model at all, gave rise to quantum physics, you know, where the observer and the observed is not separate, where there is a multidimensionality, where our universe does exist and evolve as a unified entity, where non local phenomena. Is natural, that's just natural, super normal. But, and many of the pioneers of quantum physics were deeply spiritual and actually went to the ancient traditions to try and understand what they were finding. But their findings were accepted, but the understanding was pushed to the side, as it was for Einstein. So the last hundred years have been this continuation of the 16th to 19th century model. And materialism and separation, and separation, even though we we know we have the evidence now more and more and more that's turning its on its head, the mainstream science is still absolutely held to that view. And I think in part it's because there's a deep fear in many materialist scientists of the Pandora's box that could be opened when there's a realisation that all the roads lead to consciousness being fundamental.
0: Yeah. Change is scary. I think what's so special about being in a body at this time on earth is that we're witnessing this shift in consciousness on a level that's so in our face. And it can be so difficult at times, you know, this kind of like old paradigm, new paradigm. It seems like there's this intense friction, but you know, trusting in the purpose of it all, I guess, how would you explain this on a quantum level, on a, you know, a shifting of consciousness level so we can kind of mm, wrap our minds around it in
1: a way that gives a bit more,
0: what would I say? Hope. Yeah.
1: Give us hope, doctor. Give us hope. (laughs) Absolutely. And, And the hope needs to be authentic. You know, we don't want to swap, you know, what we have at the moment, which is existential. It really is. And I think that this is what's so exciting for me because having experienced the world in the way that we've been sharing and exploring, as I'm sure you both have and your community has, is now we have the leading edge science and the scientific evidence that's supporting those experiential, that experiential understanding that's coming to converge with universal wisdom teachings and spiritually based traditions into an integral understanding, into a whole world view of the nature of reality. So I think the evidence, you know, at all scales, as I mentioned earlier, and and so many fields of research is the game changer to offer us authentic hope that the old paradigm of materialist separation and essentially a dead, meaningless, purposeless universe, an accidental evolution is profoundly wrong and literally turning it on its head. So I think that is the game changer, potentially the game changer. And because we're realizing this, the evidence is showing us that it isn't just at the quantum scale you know all the the galactic scale it's at our everyday lived lives because what we were seeing is the same meaningful what we call fractal patterns of expression are manifested from the scale of atoms and molecules and leaves and ecosystems, and the internet, and our collective behaviours, to planetary scale, to the scale of our solar system, our galaxy, vast clusters of galaxies, and cosmologically. In 2017, the same fractal patterns I've just described at all scales were found in something called the cosmic microwave background. And this is a very ancient radiation left over from the very earliest era of our universe and because space has expanded since it literally now fills the whole of space and in 2017 cosmologists found the same fractal patterns in tiny temperature differences throughout the whole of the cosmic microwave background so the whole of space
0: And follow Almost 30 at almost30podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.